Hello everyone and welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Kahl and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship and building in public. This episode is called Don't Blame the Market, Blame Your Marketing. First, a word from our sponsor. MicroAcquire is the number one startup acquisition marketplace and it's simply the most efficient way to sell a startup, your startup, when you're ready to make your next move. And typically as a first-time founder, you have no idea what you're really getting yourself into there. When you go through an acquisition, there's a lot of stuff that you've never seen before and you probably only ever see once. So it's it's hard, hard to figure all of this out. And MicroAcquire wants to change that and empower founders when they're speaking with buyers, potential buyers, and really help streamline this whole process of getting acquired for a maximum price without the headaches that usually come with it. The traditional routes of selling a business can be quite confusing and challenging because nobody really knows what they're doing. And the goal at MicroAcquire is to eliminate that uncertainty by building innovative tools for buyers and sellers that allow for this easy and trusted and transparent acquisition process that we all would really like to have with our baby, with our business. And to date, uh, MicroAcquire has helped hundreds of startups successfully get acquired, and they have facilitated hundreds of millions in closed deal volume, which is quite a bit. Their platform includes a very robust community of over 100,000 buyers, and they have thousands of startups currently listed, ranging from $5,000 to $25 million or more in asking price. And founders get free access to the, by creating a profile on MicroAcquire while staying totally anonymous. And if you're thinking about selling your startup, you might want to check out MicroAcquire. So go to microacquire.com to learn more. And now let's get started. Many unsuccessful founders believe that their business failed because of a market problem. They think it's the market that wasn't ready for their product and that the market made the wrong choice. This line of thinking is a dangerous and most of the time completely false perspective to take. It's not a market problem. It's a marketing problem. Better yet, it's a problem with what most entrepreneurs understand marketing to actually mean. It's commonly understood to be very focused on these post-product activities, advertising and brand building and grabbing people's attention. That's marketing to most people. And if you believe that marketing is mostly about getting the word out, you're operating from an extremely limited vantage point. Marketing starts long before you advertise your product. Anything related to your market is a part of a holistic marketing approach. And the market is never wrong. It's merely the collection of preferences and decision. And these are real. They can't be wrong. If there's anything wrong, it's your assumption about the market. And anything else really is self-deception. So let's dive deeper into this. Let's talk about the pre-product marketing. Because your market doesn't just consist of people who should buy your product. A market is a much, much bigger concept. It consists of your prospects, sure, but it also contains your competitors, the products, industry regulators, potential partners, organizational bodies, and much, much more. A market is a web of relationships between individual actors, not just the sum of actors themselves. That means that the market for your product either exists or doesn't exist long before you start working on turning your idea into the product in the first place. Validation and market research are an integral part of marketing. If you skip these activities and build your dream product only to find out that no one wants to buy it, it's a marketing problem. If there is no market for your product, how can you blame it on the market? I get it. 
it sucks to make mistakes and operate from these unvalidated assumptions. But for a founder, this is a great opportunity to sharpen your skills. Owning up to the fact that your great idea didn't resonate because there was nobody out there who showed any inclination to resonate with it leads to an important discovery. Without noticeable pull from the market, you're running the risk of wasting your time and effort on something that nobody really wants. And of course, this sounds a lot like the old Henry Ford quote about people wanting faster horses when asked what they want. But besides the fact that Ford likely never even uttered these words, we have to think of the difference between a need and a want. The job of an entrepreneur is to bridge that divide. Their task is to turn this nebulous want into a straightforward solution to a critical need. And that's why the Ford quote is so self-defeating. It's about understanding people needing to get places quickly. And that's a thing that only customer feedback can actually reliably unearth. You don't need to build the solution that people come up with, faster horses, when you ask them, but you need to understand why they ever thought about coming up with it in the first place. The faster horse is about the faster, not the horse. And that is the market research learning. If you completely ignore customer feedback before you build, then you might come up with a faster horse or a slower car, and both are options that people likely won't have much of a budget for. One is a minor improvement and the other one is a step back. Neither is a quantum leap. And well thought out marketing includes the understanding that one of the first questions you need to answer is how much of a leap your customers actually expect in a product before they change from their current choice. Consider you offer a product for day traders. If you can just provide a tiny edge over somebody else by offering real-time data where competitors can't or access to knowledge that's only available to a select few, then people will quickly use your product. A slight edge in a hyper-competitive market makes a lot of difference and might allow you to charge maybe twice as much as other vendors for your product. But if you're selling a beverage container that keeps your coffee hot for six hours instead of five, like your competitors would, people won't pay twice the amount of money. Diminishing returns appear rather quickly with most things and services. And the job of pre-product marketing is figuring out what the market, people's expectations, expect from its actors and what you can expect from them. And if you don't do this work, the market problem you complain about is truly just a lack of marketing work on your end. Now, there are exceptions to this. Sometimes markets make unexpected moves that derail all existing relationships and expectations. If a government agency introduces surprise regulation that makes specific actions illegal, just think of the EU privacy regulation and the consequences for Google and their products, for example, then you'll have to scramble to stay profitable. When competitors launch a product that revolutionizes a core industry process and makes all competing solutions clearly obsolete, you're in for a tough couple of months trying to catch up. But are these truly market problems? They're more like preparation problems because regulation rarely comes without warning. Bills are drafted years before they are put to the vote. And if you follow industry news, you'll likely have heard of regulatory changes long before they take effect. And you can work on your product to be ready for it. So again, it's not a market problem. It's a preparation and adaptation problem. If you expect your market to stay static and unchanging, you're doing wishful thinking, not building a business. Businesses are grounded in the reality of their markets and those markets shift every day. It's not a problem. That's the whole reason why new players like you can even make a difference in the market in the first place. 
And these shifts are an opportunity. And they're once again, a part of a holistic marketing approach. Besides telling prospective customers about your product, the job of marketing is to keep your positioning as truthful and effective as possible. Marketing includes staying in touch with this ever-changing landscape of competitors, regulations, and developments in the field. And there's only one kind of problem in the market, and that's the problem that needs founders like you to be solved through a product. Anything else is an opportunity, either for you or for somebody else. And if you want it to be for you, you need to start caring about the market from day one before you build and then never stop keeping an eye on it while you build and while you sell. If you have a problem with the market, you're using a way too narrow definition of marketing. And if you feel like the market is responsible for your lack of progress, you might be reversing cause and effect. Now, successful founders search for the problems in their own approach. They don't blame the market. They look for problems at home and they then adapt and overcome them because they understand that they are part of the market and the only way to make a difference is to keep working towards their goals. It's dangerous for entrepreneurs to blame anything outside themselves for a business failure. And I'm not really talking about self-condemnation and flogging yourself with whips. That's not the blame that I talk about. I'm talking about a kind of reflective blaming that is taking responsibility for operating under invalid and unvalidated assumptions. The path forward for you is to actively look for signs of self-deception. The moment you consider that the market made the wrong decision, you're ignoring that even though humans make subjective choices that might not seem logical to the outsider, that's the reality you have to integrate into your business efforts. You won't make people make better choices. You just have to appeal to their preferences better. Their choices are real. Your interpretation is what needs to change. And if there's legislative change that catches you by surprise, don't blame the lawmakers. Find out why you didn't have this on your radar. Establish a process to regularly check industry news sources for things that might impact your business journey. And I know this is hard to stomach. We don't like looking for mistakes in ourselves. I don't want to be wrong, and I think you might dislike that too. But the learnings from discovering your mistaken assumptions will set you apart from all those founders who keep blaming some external force for their own lack of research and adaptability. So catch yourself when you're blaming the market and look for the wrongful assumption. And then try again. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at avidkal, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. You'll find my books, Zero to Sold and The Embedded Entrepreneur and my Twitter course, find you following there as well. If you want to support me and the Bootstrap Founder Podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.